In this episode, I talked to Kai Frazier, who started a business that brings VR experiences into classrooms for underserved students called Curated by Kai. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John Slagstack. I'm the host of the Work Talk podcast, where I'm talking to people in the Bay Area about their work, what they do, what they know. Excited to have Kai on today. What's up, Kai? Hey, John. Thanks for having me. So I have a brand new startup. I My background is education. I've been teaching. I've been in the classroom working with students for about 15 years. And then I worked with museums for about three years. And one of the things that was the most frustrating was my students could not afford to visit the free museums in D.C. And the museums in Washington, D.C., where I worked, rarely had programs that reached out to a lot of the black and brown kids that I used to teach. So I made my startup, which is curated by Kai, and I find the diverse and inclusive, the representative um, exhibitions, monuments, memorials, and I filmed them in 360 for virtual reality. And then we bring it directly back to the students who may not ever get to visit those things. I want to show the audience, if they're watching YouTube, a few videos that you've got. So, so that's actually my very first school that I taught at. Yeah, and this group is really interesting because these are my dreamers, my English language learners. Um, so we had we took them on a VR field trip to the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial in Washington D.C. and we adapted it so it was in um, kids could hear that I have a dream speech in English and in Spanish, um, so they will actually get to learn something for once. I taught a lot of kids who English is not their first language, and it's really unfortunate how they could never really um, participate in class. I want to show them now a clip of one of your 360 experiences. This is the Obama portraits one. Yes. Hey everyone, my name is Kai. You may have to go in a minute in to actually see the portraits. Um, I try to give enough time so kids can get adjusted to being in VR and looking around um, before we hit them with the portraits. <laughs> which highlights those who fought for civil rights. How was it even filming this? Um, this was, this was my first time I had a professional film crew come out to help. And the interesting thing is because VR is such a new space, I, I guess I was thinking they were gonna come in and do something completely different that I wasn't capable of doing. Um, and they pretty much did what I could have did. So it was kind of um, reassurance that we're on the right path. Um, as far as filming goes. And it was a pretty simple experience when from, I don't know if you're familiar with filming, but when you film, like you can have everybody on one side of you watching the filming, but with VR, the rule is if you can see the camera, the camera can see you. Uh, so it's like everybody is you like running, darting around corners. <laughs> for the camera so it's very and then when you film it's nice to have like a producer or somebody next to you to kind of help you along but with VR you're kind of on your own so that's the only downside I don't like to filming in VR so when you're filming it were people hiding behind walls and stuff yeah because they can't they cannot, they're right behind the walls and they're trying to find the, the nooks into um we when i my last job i worked at a museum and google maps and the google street view came to film the museum and the museum was about four levels and it was just an all like a two-hour experience of us running behind corners trying not to <laughs> and i made it into two shots on accident but they were just sick of me at that point <laughs> nice so yeah listeners I, I was just playing um one of the uh, videos, the 360 experience videos, and you could find all of it on her YouTube page. You could find it on Curated by Kai. That's Curated X Kai, K-A-I. Uh, what are some of the uh, reactions from the students who you've done this VR experiences with? 
Um, it depends. Most, if it's now that I'm doing things in, I'm showing DC sites to kids in California, I'm getting a different reaction because these things are not readily accessible to them. Um, I've had some kids who, um, if they're doing an underwater experience, they want to dive on the floor. I've had some kids put a headset on <laughs> and try to walk the door. I've seen I've seen a lot of weird things. Um, but the, the my favorite reaction is I'm used to working with students who are a little bit older. So I do um, seventh through twelfth grade. Um, so when I work with small kids about you know like first and third grades, they keep wanting to share the experience together. So like they'll it, they'll have the headset. And it'll be like three kids all trying to look in the headset. And it's like, you can't, you can't do that. But it makes me think maybe I do need to make something that can be a multi-view thing because clearly they want to share. And why should I discourage these kids from sharing? So, oh, you just showed your device. Is that something you created within your own organization? You partnered with a different company? Oh, very soon I can create my own uh um, hardware because what's happening like this is probably um, and these are just little cheap ones I found on Amazon because for the students I want to make sure it is low cost as possible um, because there is um, you know there's not a lot of money going around for these schools so mm -hmm. this is my favorite because it has a little piece here that you can plug into your phone so the headphones are already here so that's why I carry those adapters on me because some of them don't have headphone jacks. So once they, so all they need to do is put their phone inside of it, they close it up and they can hear it. Um, and this is about $25 of Amazon. Hmm. Are you sponsored with that company or you just buy them on Amazon? Uh, I just buy them on Amazon and then we'll start to hopefully within the next year start producing hardware. That's, a, that's, that's where we get to scaling. Like when I came out to um, Silicon Valley, I was like, oh, I'm using this from Amazon. And they're like, no, build it. And I've never heard anybody say, oh my God, what? So, so now I'm looking into that and see what, it's, what that would entail because a lot of these headsets, they're great, but they have like controls, different pieces in the classroom. You can't have controllers and stuff. And then even the fact that you can move, the kids still has to move around, but with 30 kids, a lot of, you know, it's just a lot. Mm -hmm. like what can be built to work with a realistic classroom um, that we're seeing right now, especially with all the teacher walkouts and protests, they don't have a lot of money. So like if they, so even um, the minimum viable product for this is a 360 video. So even if they can't have a headset, they can still put the 360 video on a smart board, turn it around, talk about it. So just making sure we're thinking about all the challenges I had in the classroom um, and making sure that I'm building the resource I wish I could have had um, in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the, the business part of it. Um, so you're trying to scale. What were some specific strategies or action items that's on your list? So right now, the biggest action item I have is I thought I was going to build this this whole thing and people were going to come in and use it. It was going to be great. And then when I started testing, I realized that teachers could barely use their cell phones for education, let alone work mm -hmm. a VR experience. Mm -hmm. I know so, what you mean. Yeah. A lot so, of teachers or people in education I talk to aren't always the most tech savvy. Mm -hmm, but, there's, but their students are. So there's like that yeah. gap. But we're doing training. So this summer we're starting uh, webinars um, in classroom trainings, teacher trainings, and hopefully I can get into some professional development days at school. So the school year starts back and just getting people very familiar with, um, you know, being early adopters of the technology because we don't have many people that are doing that in a classroom setting. So I'm hoping to get people trained on it um, and then get teachers to commit to using three of our VR experiences during the school year. Um, so we're doing one, which is the Obama portrait. So they can use that for contemporary stuff, 
Black History Month, however he wants to use it. MLK can be, the MLK Memorial one can be used in different ways. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I have another one that I'm trying to pull off this summer um, to highlight current events. So if those three can be used, that would be phenomenal. Um, and then we are also building an app so this can be easily put onto iPads, iPhones, because what's happening you know, in classrooms, you just can't, you, like YouTube is usually blocked if you're on a school Wi-Fi. If you right, try right. YouTube on the computers, usually blocked, Facebook's blocked. So you, people are making these things like, oh, just go to Facebook. Well, kids can't go to Facebook in the classroom. So just trying to make sure that we are um, planning for all those unique challenges in a diverse classroom. So you're also doing hardware, but also looking to build your own app too. So you've got a whole team of people helping you with that or looking I to? Have, Is that, I have the next step? operations as my COO and I have my chief technology officer who actually did the technology with me when we worked in the museums in D.C. So we were both those people at the museums who were trying to break everything. So now we are <laughs> together to break education um, and hopefully we'll come out with some good things from it. I launched this company late November, basically December. So by March, by late February, we've been picked for South by Southwest. I thought I was going to have more time <laughs> to like, you know, go, I've never had my own business. I've never, so I'm learning everything on the fly right now. I'm doing the um, portforma is my new term or the profit and losses and just getting all the numbers. Luckily, my best friend who just moved here, um, she's an accountant. So hopefully I can pick her brand a little bit as we get into this stuff. But it's, you know, it's just, it's been a lot of, um, a lot of scaling, a lot of uh, research, and just a lot of adapting and pivoting for our audience. Yeah, now so now you're getting a lot of attention, a lot of work. Now it's now it's the scaling yeah, part. And it's almost a, it's almost a, a deterrent. It's kind of scary to me. The worst thing I would want is like a lot of attention on the product and no product. Um, oh. So I would say I'm that's a good to- problem to have because some people don't even have any attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the great stuff. So I'm like, no, I want to make sure that I'm very well rounded on that and that. Um, so it's funny. I've had people reach out for different media stores, and I'm like, no, no, we're just gonna wait. Let me wait <laughs> my trainings and get this stuff set up because that will kill you too. Like getting too much money too fast and getting too much press too fast are things that will, you know, hinder your growth. Yeah, I could see how you could get motivated because all these expectations now are on, on you. It's like, okay. <laughs> Now I gotta get some get some stuff done. But it's really cool. You should check back with me in one week. I had a really amazing opportunity present itself, and I started on Saturday, and it's so good I can't even talk about it. But I can next week, so <laughs> you should check back up. And that's I, that's gonna be extremely helpful because right now it's just making good partnerships. Um, uh, because people are doing VR, I just don't think. For VR, the thing that was upsetting to me was that everybody has, in their mind, it's this nice gaming platform. It will do like it's amazing things, realistic games. Um, and there's other extensions for it, too, like I, um, for augmented and virtual reality. But I don't think anybody took the time to think about what it could mean for like black and brown communities. And it got kind of just, like completely jumped over us. So it's trying to like bring that 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 train back and try to you know examine what it can do for exposure. Right, right. And talk about scaling. How you? What specifically are you trying to do? Like get funding to hire more people? So right now, I would love to have funding to hire more people. Right, um, but I'm also having to order headsets to sell headsets myself because most people when they do the training, they need a headset. So just trying to get that together, and then also um, a lot of the money is to film. Um, the filmings, if I'm doing it myself with me and my camera, it's maybe 
maybe I spent about, oh God, let's say 5,000 um, on the on the good side. Just yeah. go through filming, the editing, just making sure everything's up, putting on the app, just doing all this stuff, but it's a lot of work. So, and this is for like really, like if you're filming in a museum, that's just me and my camera. But when we start filming, like the next one I wanna film is an underwater, um, a museum that's off of Spain, uh, and it's it's an underwater um, museum that puts a spotlight on the refugee crisis. So it's like um, different scenes, but it's uh, all underwater um, where they're crossing. So that is a that's lot. Awesome. I mean, we talk like producer, technical stuff, grips. Like it's a it's a team. So funding, I would love to see the different things we can do with cameras and directing and producing with actual money. Right, <laughs> you got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> you got right. filming. You've got Who's things like partnerships. I have money. <laughs> I, I was talking to someone who listened to my podcast, and he's looking to start his own nonprofit. And he had questions about funding, and I told him I, I would ask you, like, how do you go about doing that? So this is weird. So we're trying to uh, be a hybrid. So an LLC and a nonprofit. Um, for the LLC, it would be a lot of donations to do things like pay for scholarships to kids to go into museum studies. One of the things I didn't even begin to talk about is like um, an art museum. The last statistics said that it is like 4% blacks that are in professional roles in art museums and like 6% Hispanic and like 3% Pacific Islander right there. Like, but it's nobody telling our own history. Um, we don't have the power of the pen for this stuff. So mm -hmm. I want to put aside mm -hmm. kids can actually get degrees to preserve their history and things like that. Um, so for the, but the thing is that the startup world, it's money, money, how you can get to your first billion, you know? So nobody wants to hear nonprofit from me. So it's been very hard to kind of mesh the two together. So I have my LLC in DC and now I'm starting up my nonprofit to be California based and going through legal Zoom and getting all the paperwork done. And it's gonna fall a lot on donations. Oh, got it. So primarily donations. Not like a huge grant or like... Yeah, well, grants too. Grants and grant writing, yes. But um, yeah, it will be donations and grants. A lot of, like I have, I just sit and, and try to apply to grants all day. I have to bring on an assistant to copy and paste my blurbs for grants because all I'm doing is sitting down and I can't, I can't do everything. Yeah. Is there like a website you go to to find grant opportunities? That's No, I need to. I try to set up Google Alerts for me, but I literally... In a week, I may get 10 to 15 people sending me something. And it's very helpful, but it's also very overwhelming because I can't get to everything. Um, and I feel like a lot of things are falling through the cracks. And then for me, I mean, I, I think I'm kind of different with this grant writing stuff because once I put down what I'm doing on paper, it sounds like a fantasy. So I, I don't think I do very well with grants because <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. So I have to do some more work to find the very specific VR, AR um, type of grants now. What's a specific action item that you're you're planning to do next that's a good question so the thing that i am working on for this weekend is to set up these webinars so i have the hosting um i am was trying to decide whether i do like google hangouts whether i do um youtube live and i decided to do um facebook live and i'll i'll talk about that later but sorry to do, so i'm going to do facebook live for it um setting up there's different um software that you can use to kind of make it look really nice so i'm just trying to uh, make sure that the appearance is nice for it um 
I have to set up the email captures for when they register for, register for it. I can get all the emails, follow up with them. Um, and then I have to make sure that my emails go out to them to say like, hey, thanks for registering for this. Here's a follow up. And then making sure that if they want to do bigger trainings at their school and stuff, they have the opportunity to do so. Um, then next Monday, I'm flying back to DC again um, to do trainings for my old school. They're having a digital wow. Um, and I'm just walking them through VR and they're my first like flagship school to like they will be the ones that are testing out everything for the students and I hope to get different schools over the summer to commit to using the material so it's just now got getting it, everybody trained it. and comfortable of using the VR in their classrooms yeah so you're training teachers administrators yep. primarily teachers I assume yep all educators just yeah. not to be afraid of the tech and to encourage kids because a lot of times you know like the kid will say like i want to use my phone and they're like no phones no phones <laughs> and just trying to with more information on what they can be used for and, and like uh ground rules and uh -huh. guidelines and it doesn't have to be a scary no you can't do that type of thing well yeah. how, how many schools you've got you got one in dc that you're working with one in dc or manassas out in, in northern virginia and then i have one that's in um San Francisco, it is a program called Urban Ed Academy. Um, and what they do is they go out and they recruit um, uh, men of color to work with boys who are like at risk boys. So they can have role models that kind of look like mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. So I'll pop in and work with them every now and then too. So, and so, and just looking for new schools. Um, like I said, I, when I started this, I really thought I was going to do, you know, when you're like in first through sixth grade, you have cartoons, everything's happy. You can find a cartoon. When you get into like older stuff, you're in like really boring documentaries. <laughs> Seven through 12th grade. And then seeing younger and younger kids are like, I want to do it too. So it's just having to, differentiate if you will um the different videos um so teachers can use it where they are yeah that's what's up hey i, I really appreciate you like hanging out chatting with me on, on a friday and i just look forward to seeing what happens next maybe i'll have you back on the podcast after a while and it'll be kind of an update a part two on what's up with curating oh i Curated would love it and just to put a plug in your ear one of the things i want to film are careers so i'm hoping like i go to la soon to film um a curator out there and an artist so people can actually see like their hands doing the work like they're doing it as they can kind of get in the mindset of doing these jobs in these creative spaces earlier and that it really is a job um and that's something to kind of shy away from hey that's dope i'll, I'll probably have my students look into that if you do do something Thing related. <laughs> hey. So much. Yeah, I appreciate your time and uh, have a good weekend too. Thank you. You too. Hey everyone, I appreciate you so much for listening. Drop a comment. Let me know what you think. Share this with anyone you think would find this valuable.